a beautiful day that we are privileged to gather before you. Father, we come in boldness it's because of what you have done through your son. Or through the blood, through the sacrifice of his death and by the resurrection. Right. You have made us sons and daughters who have access to come boldly to the throne of grace, Lord. So here we are, Lord. We come with our hands lifted up to bless the name of our Father, to honor our King and our Savior, Jesus, to acknowledge the presence of the Holy Spirit and to enjoy sweet fellowship in his presence. Thank you, Father. And you are here with us, to commune with us, to reveal your word and your ways to us, that we may choose the path of life and dwell in peaceable habitations, walk in the peace that belongs to us, the joy that you have purchased for us and brought us into, for the kingdom of God consists of joy, of peace, and of righteousness. Let it begin to manifest as we enjoy this fellowship, we bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We thank God for our beautiful day, a beautiful time. In his presence, we thank God. The prayer time, the worship time, everything is just wonderful in his presence. You know, as we were singing the songs, one of the songs says that we, 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 we bless him or we bless the one whose praises will never end. His praises will never end. You know, everything, everything that has risen up, that has received praises from men, it comes to an end. But there is one. His praises shall never end. Hallelujah. Amen. Because you will be forced to acknowledge that for all eternity, he deserves praise. For his ways and his works are just so marvelous and so glorious that it is impossible not to bring unto him the honor and the glory that is due his holy name. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Yeah, but we have, you know, the great blessing that we have as sons and daughters is that we have access to this one. We have access to this one. Everything that stood in the way and prevented us from being able to approach he himself, by his own work, has removed every one of them. I tell you, the only reason why, oh, you let's get into the word of God. Today we are going to talk about, we are giving a break from, we're taking a break from um, the backsliding. We will come back to it. But today we want to talk about honoring relationships. Hallelujah. Amen. Honoring relationships. By the way, it's a Galatians 6, 6 day. And um, we, we, we are going to talk about, and pay attention, please. The Lord is going to talk to you about some very powerful things. And it's all great. It's all good for you. It's going to bring fire, life, fortitude. Um, you know, you, 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 you'll be comforted. You'll be strengthened as you hear the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Beautiful, beautiful. So, so give us the primary scripture. For today, Anna relationship. The, the scripture is taken from R Romans 13, verse 7. Romans 13, verse number 7. 
Romans 13, 7. says, render therefore to all their dues. Render therefore. Romans 13, verse 7. Render therefore to all their dues. Tribute to whom tribute is due. Custom to whom custom is due. Fear to whom fear is due. One of the reasons why you, 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 you slow down when you're on a highway and you're going 10 above speed limit and you acknowledge that, I mean, you see that there's a policeman lurching somewhere. One of the reasons why you, you, you slow down is because you are forced you are forced to render fear to whom to him who fear is due. Do <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Literally or false. Some of you, when you see the police, you still go. In fact, you add 10 more to it. Hey, forgive. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but how many of you, when, when you see, say, oh my goodness, you, then you start coming down. How many of you do that? Hey. It's because you are forced to render fear to whom fear is due. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to kill you, but you know that it will make your life very miserable. <laughs> yes. So you're forced to render fear to whom fear is due. But you know, there is a kind of fear that is due our Father that should not come as a result of consequences, but more as a result of his awesomeness. Hallelujah. Amen. His awesomeness and, and what, what you stand to lose. Listen, what you stand to lose. Listen to me. Hear it again. There are several kinds of motivation. One, 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 one motivation that most employers utilize is that if you don't do this, these are the consequences. You'll be fired. This is, and so you're forced to, you're motivated to do the right thing. Another motivation is that um, if, you, if you're on time, if you, if you deliver, you know, if you, if, you, if you produce the results within, you know, the time restraints, you know, deadlines, you meet deadlines and all that, you will get this reward. So that, that is that is. Uh, it's a more positive uh, motivation. But the motivation that, 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 that we are called to engage, to stand upon, and to launch into everything we do that comes from God is the motivation that says that this is God, your Father. This is what He has laid and prepared for you, and it's free. And this is what is to your name and to your benefit. And everything that you cannot do, this God and this Father has done it for you. And he wants you to enter into it, stand in it, own it, possess it, flourish in it, and manifest his goodness. But if you don't render to him the honor that is due him, you stand to lose all these. Please don't think more about the punishment because honestly, he has visited all his wrath upon his son. There is none left. There's none left for his sons and daughters anymore. That is why the Bible says that he is faithful and just to forgive us of all our sins and to cleanse us. Why should he be faithful and why, why should he be just? Because anybody who does something, justice requires that he, he bears the consequences, true or false. So why should he be just to forgive you of your sins? I mean, and to cleanse you from, why? I mean, what does that got to do with justice? Because the thing that came upon us, that brought the sentence, that brought the thing that, that, that made us so skewed to choose evil, 
to choose selfishness, to choose pride, to choose uh, lust. That thing, it didn't originate from us. I mean, you didn't do anything. I mean, it's like, it's like, it's like, you didn't choose to be a boy. You didn't choose to be a girl. I mean, your father gave birth, your mother gave birth to you and here you are, a boy. Here you are, a girl. Here you are, born here in Kumasi or Accra or Novi. Are you with me? Yes. Yeah. You, you, you didn't choose it. I mean, your mother happened to be in Novi and when you gave birth, that is where you were. I mean, that is, you were born in Novi. A city. Nova is a city, by the way. The city in uh, Michigan. Just so that. I remember somebody used to call it Novi. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So it says, so, so the motivation that God wants you to operate and function by is the motivation that this is what you are standing to lose. There is a present wicked, terrible enemy who hates you to the core and is after you. And you can't fight him. No, 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 no. You can't. You can't. You, don't even, you can't even see him. But I fight for you. But you must, you must allow me to do it. And so the motivation is, 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 is if you don't render to him that which is due him, you're starting to lose all this covering, this protection, this peace, this soundness of mind, this, this, this tranquility, this, this abundance, this, 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 your children dwelling in peaceable habitations, all these things, you start to lose it. You see, that is actually the good news. The good news is not, oh, if you don't do this, you go to hell. God will punish you. That's not the good news because, listen, the fear of even contracting HIV as deadly as it is, does not prevent people from still doing the thing. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. The fear of dying from lung cancer does not prevent people from, from smoking. Why? Because all these things, they are motivation, and they're supposed to be motivations, but they don't work. The, the, the motivation, the force that is able to come upon you and guide your thinking, your, your ways, and what you do, and what you say, and what you can't say, and what you, where you can go, what you can watch, and what you can't watch, is the motivation that says that, are you willing to toss all this over? Just, just swat it away. Just make nonsense of it. Are you willing to do this? Just because you just want to have your way? Just because you just want, you just want to choose your way? Are you willing to do that? Do you know that the enemy is going to take you off? I mean, finish you in just, in just a second. And if you get your way, how can you enjoy it? That is why many people who are so rich, they don't have a life. Because they have chosen their way. They have pursued their interests. They have gotten what they set forth to do. Now, enjoy it and let's see. Enjoy it and let's see. Because it's not, it's not him that willeth. It's not him that runneth or worketh. But it is God. Are you with me? Yes. Yeah. The horse is prepared for battle, but victory is of the Lord. That's what you are told. And that is true. And so far, that your child is going mad and you can't do anything about it. I mean, you have the money. I mean, whatever medication they say you must buy, you will come buy it a thousand times. Whichever doctor who no, I mean, well, whoever doctor that needs to be employed, you can employ the doctor and pay him for a whole year. But why? But find out that it's not working. It's not. It's, I mean, it's not working because it's not to him that willeth. Yeah, 
I mean, you have done so well to prepare your horse for battle in that you have worked hard and gotten all the money. But victory, it belongs to the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so grasp this motivation that this is God, your father. This is what he has done to establish you, to put you in a son and to make you a son or a daughter. And, and he, has, he has established a covenant with you through the blood of his son, not through your obedience, not through your money that you gave, not through, oh, please forget about those, those things. No, he has established a covenant with you with blood, the blood of his son, sealed. And it must be honored. And he's willing to ensure that every benefit that is due his son is your portion. Are you willing to just give up on such great love and mercy and kindness that is for you and your household? Only to choose your way, to choose what makes sense to you? I mean, and so this motivation is more powerful. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. Oh, just by the way. But that's what, unfortunately, this is not what is preached all the time. We, you know, we, we, we preach you must do this so that God will do this for you. It's not a nice motivation because it's not working it's, and, and it's full of frustration because then what you get is no longer grace. It's merit. You have worked for it and this is what you get and that is why you become so proud because you did this and God did that for you and, 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 and but this person didn't do anything. How, why, why is he enjoying all these nice things? Aha. That's why there's so much comparison, so much so much infighting, so much. Uh, I need to also have this. I must have this. I must have all these things that are happening in the church. It's because they don't understand. These people who have gone about and trying to fight for something. Can you fight what God is building? You can't. That is why even when you are wronged, you say, look, look, this is God who fixes any, anything that has gone off. My Lord is the one, it's a scripture that said that he suffered and he has shown us an example that when he was, when he was, when he was reviled, he reviled not. And then another word says that something happened and he, he didn't threaten, he didn't threaten that you wait, you will see, I will rise up. When I rise up and I come, I will see what I will do. No, 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 no. Because yes, he did rise up. Yes, he was the son of God who was going to rise up. So he could have told that those people who were putting the spear in his side, you, you, you wait, you will see. You will see when I are sent into my kingdom, you will see what I will do to you. <laughs> no, he knew, he knew the cause of their, 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 their behavior. He knew. It was a nature issue. This nature is what he came to change. And you and me are now recipients of the new nature which he has brought forth by the resurrection. And he wants us to honor him. Honor his work. Have respect for his work. The work that he has done to make you a son, a daughter. Called by his name. Purchased by blood. Mark, there's a seal upon you. That makes you a child of God. So much for the Holy Spirit has come to dwell inside you. It's God who has done it. You didn't do anything. That's the good news. Are you, gonna, are you willing to just give up on all this? No. Anyway. So it says that, render therefore to all their dues, tribute to whom tribute is due, custom to whom custom is due, fear to whom fear is due, Anna, Anna to whom Anna, Anna to whom Anna. Yeah. And so giving Anna is a biblical command and you are expected to give Anna to whom Anna is due. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. 
Obviously, that means that not everyone is due honor. The devil is not due any honor. <laughs> and, 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 and the one, the one, the one, the, the agents of the devil are due no honor. Are you, are, are you with me? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. They are not due any honor. I mean, what they are due probably is deliverance. Because some, some, some entered into it not knowing what they were engaging. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, in fact, in fact, most of them entered into it not knowing what they were engaging, which is also, which is also going to become more evident as we go forth because God is about to separate the wheat from the tares. And many people who are, who are literally tares, I would say, are going to switch. Please understand what I'm saying. I'm going to run quickly because they will find out that they were deceived. And God does not wish that in the wicked should perish. No, 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 no. God does not wish that at all. Salvation belongs to all of them. And they were all running. They were all running. And they, they will engage. I tell you, it's going to be so nice. Because the son of God is going to receive the reward of his sacrifice. So, anyway, I don't know how this came in. But let's go on. So, if you do not give Anna to whom Anna is due you will never have the right relationship with certain people. Great relationships flourish when Anna is given where it is due. I'm preaching, by the way, from the book, Those Who Anna You. Those Who Anna You. When there is no Anna, there is no great relationship. Now, so what do we Anna? Number one. Number, no, number one. Anna the father. Anna the father. And it will give life to your relationship with your heavenly father. Hallelujah. Amen. Honor your father and it will give life to the relationship with your father. I'm talking about the heavenly father. You know, you know, there's only one reason why, there's only one reason why Anybody would not want to honor a father. There's only one reason. Only one reason. It's deception. It's deception. It's deception. Because when you discover the thing or the source that is the blessing that you so desire, the peace, when you, are, when you discover the source that is is the source of your peace, your joy, your ability to walk in wisdom, the ability to walk in light, not in darkness, so that you don't you don't you don't you don't keep knocking your shin against against bricks. When you discover that this is the source that you you immediately begin to another source, true or false? Yeah. Now the only reason why you will not honor it. It's because you don't know that that is it. You don't know that this is the source, the, the basis, the foundation, the essence, the reason why anything seems to be working for you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, let's read the scripture. And I will read a, a couple more just to buttress this point. First Samuel chapter 2, verse 30. First Samuel chapter 2, verse 30. Let's do that. Let's, let's, let's look at it. First Samuel chapter 2, verse 30. Look at the Lord speaking. It looks like it doesn't take 
dishonoring him lightly at all. If you dishonor him, he doesn't take it lightly. Let's look at something. It says, 1 Samuel 2, verse 30, 3-0. It says, Wherefore the Lord God of Israel saith, I said indeed that thy house and the house of thy father should walk before me forever. But now the Lord saith, be it far from me. Be it far from me. Hey, Lord, what's happening? For them that honor me, I will honor. And they that despise me shall be lightly esteemed. That means that people will have no regard for you. You'll be, you'll be, you'll be a straw, a man of straw. Are, are, are you with me? Yes. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Be it far from me. For them that honor me, I will honor. And they that despise me shall be lightly esteemed. Wow. It looks like honor or honoring is very important to the father. Now, to honor basically means to acknowledge a person of superior standing. It's to acknowledge a person whose worth brings or demands respect. It's to treat someone with admiration and respect. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. You, you, you treat the person or that, that being with, with admiration and respect. Yeah. Yeah. So the honor you bestow on someone depends on what that person means to you. Mm -hmm. That's all. And so you find out that you find out that your wife may be honoring this person in her, in her heart because of so and so and so and so and so. And the husband doesn't have any honor. As a matter of fact, you know, he will say, ah, why are you making reference to him all the time? And this just thing, I mean, this, 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 part, ah, I mean, what is this? What is, it's because that person or yeah, that person means something to her, that, but, but that person doesn't mean the same to the husband. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Or vice versa. It's, it's like that. And so the honor that you bestow on, on, on a person depends on what that person means to you. Yeah. 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 Now, when it comes to the father, when it comes to the father, he is everything that you would ever need because your life depends on him. The one with whom we have to do. The problem is that, you see, his love, his love for you, his love for me, his love for the prostitutes, his love for your wicked boss. Please listen. His love for your wicked and unreasonable boss, his love for her or him is the same as his love for you. It's the same. It's the same. But you will find out that you have more regard for this father, more than this boss of yours, who seem not to have any care, any regard for any human being, not even God. And the reason is not because the father does not love her. It's because, it's because she, he or she has not embraced the love that the father has for her. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this is the expertise of the devil to make sure that you 
never, you never embrace fully the love, the faithfulness, the goodness, the kindness of the Father's heart towards you. And this has no regard for what you do or don't do for him. Please pay attention to what I'm saying. I'm talking about the love of the Father. I'm talking about the love of the Father. I'm not talking about what he can do because what? His love is for all. For God so loved the world. This is scripture. So when he gave his son, it was for all. But what he can do for you and what he can do for that person is different. It's because what he can do for this person is determined by that person. What he can do for that person is determined by that person. It is this person who has to allow the father whose love is so great and eternal and unconditional to bring or manifest this love in ways that will bring joy and peace and abundance to him and his household. Am I making sense to you at all? Yes. Please understand this because this is... And so the enemy must make sure that he deceives you into not seeing the heart of the Father for you so that you will never embrace his love and therefore never see your greatest honor that you must accord him. And so at best, at best, it becomes, it becomes... Um, it becomes, um, what do you call it? Um, or what do you call, what do you call the word I want to use? It's like, I work for you. Merit, like, I do this. It's like, how you let your boss? You go to Wages. work, you work for, what is it? Wages. Exactly. You go to work, you work for your boss. And then the week, it gives you your, your, your money. You don't go and say thank you. You go and say thank you. No. <laughs> Why don't you say thank you? I earn it. Exactly. He has given you your due. He has yeah. given you your due. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So the devil will make sure that you also embrace the law so that what you do and the thing that you get to enjoy, you know that you deserve it. And so why should I bring Anna? Why, why don't you bring Anna to your, to your boss? Oh, please. He doesn't, he doesn't deserve any... Exactly. So the devil will bring to the same state where you begin to relate to the father exactly as you relate to your boss at work. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. Please, I, I, I'm touching on something that's very... Hmm. Hmm. So it's not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not that he loves this one more, he loves this one less. Uh, no, no, no. Regardless of what you do for him or what you don't do for him, Regardless of what you can give him, what you can't give him, because the heavens are the heavens of the Lord. The cattle on the thousand hills, it belongs to the Lord. Everything that you can give, it belongs to him. It belongs to him. And so his love is unconditional for all. But what is permitted by man to do for man is determined by man. And those who honor him open their arms wide and say, Ah, Boretta! and don't hold back and he says son I will never hold back daughter I will never hold back because you've allowed me because you've honored me hey when you read that book when Abraham 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 began to do what God says he should do without questioning it the demon said you know this God 
when you touch him in that area, he begins to now make contracts, give you this, 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 this because you are not questioning his faithfulness. You are not questioning his, 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 his nature that he says this. And that's exactly what he will do. You're not questioning it. He says, he opens it like this and say, now, let it come. That is why he will look at him and say, look at, look, look at the skies. Count it. Count it. This is how numerous your descendants shall be. It's like, it's like he has touched that, he has touched the heart of God. And all he did was that he believed. Get up, go. And he says that, to where? I don't know. Then you tell your wife, let's go. Where are we going? Did you hear correctly? Did, did you hear God well? Did you really hear God? Who is this God who will tell you, let's go somewhere and he'll tell you? I mean, where, has it, where have you ever heard it before? Are you with me? Yes. But somehow, he was able to walk with God. When it makes no sense. Anyway. Anna. I should make sure that I, 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 I finish quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Do you, do you really want to know how to honor God? Yes. I don't have time. The only, that's the only problem. Because, because I want us to read a scripture. I want us to read a scripture. Look at, look at Hebrews chapter 4. Look at Hebrews chapter 4 verse 3. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 3. Oh, guys, oh, the father's heart, the father's mind, his kind intention towards you and me, towards us, towards every one of us, is beyond what our mind, the eye has not seen, ear has not heard, it has not entered to the heart of man the things. Hebrews 4 verse 3, please. Hebrews 4 verse 3. The things which God has prepared for them. You know, the Bible says that, the Bible says that all things work together for good. To them that love God. But, 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 but the Bible says that we love him because he first loved us. So who are those who love God? They are those who are responding. I don't know. Can you see it? The Bible says we love him because he first loved us. God says all things work together for those who love so those who love are those who are responding, responding, responding. A father in the house, a father in your, uh, look, like your children. Is it, is it my father? And us boys, four boys. There was one that he would touch him in ways that the three of us couldn't touch. Are you with me? And I don't know what it exactly was. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. But it was apparent that this one, he can touch my father in a way that the, three, the rest of us couldn't touch. <laughs> and it's not because he doesn't love us. Oh, because he will go to every extent for, my, for me. He will go every mile. I mean, he will do everything, even if it means him dying. He will do it for me. But... But, so, so you can see that the love that he had for us is, is the same. But somehow, <laughs> I don't know if you're getting what I'm trying to say. 
please, I need you to pay attention. And so, and so, and so, when you receive his love, you, you, you touch him. You touch him. Now, look at something, though. It says, for we which have believed do enter into rest. So who are those who enter into rest? Those who believe. How do you therefore enter into rest? Believing. Exactly. Do you see it? Yes. When, when God told Abraham that I will make you a father of many nations, and he told him all this, and, and what was that? Abraham believed, and God counted it to him for a righteous nature, righteousness. That your nature is called righteousness. Hey! Your nature, I call your nature righteousness. So when you believe God, it doesn't make sense from his word and your circumstances don't add up. But you say, because he has said it, it's enough for me. And these are they who are able to enter into rest. As he said, as I have sworn in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works, listen to me, the works, the works were finished from the foundation of the, of the world. As far as God is concerned, his works are finished, have been finished from the foundation of the world. So what can you do for God? Nothing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. God says, my works are finished. So then, what are we? What are we? What are we here for? What are we to, supposed to be about? Go to, go to verse nine. Let's jump. And go to verse nine. <laughs> I, I, I need you to just see something. I'm throwing this in so that it will begin to now influence even how you read the word. Now, verse nine says, "There remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God." Go on. Verse 10, for he that is entered into his rest, he that is entered into his rest, he also has done what? Seized from his own Seized from his own works, as God did from his. Do you remember when he made Adam? Everything was already in place. Well, there's a scripture in, in, in Genesis 2. We can't read it. But the Bible says that when he, the garden, when he did it, then um, it's like a river, a river broke through and that river broke into four heads. To do what? To water the garden. To water. So Adam didn't have to, he didn't have to dig a trench. He didn't have to go and get um, wheel, uh, wheelbarrows or you know, the watering cans. He didn't have to do any of those things. God made sure that, you know, my, 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 my grass that I have, I had to organize for a sprinkler system. Are you with me? Yeah. If I want to keep the grass living, I had to organize that. Adam, when he came on the scene, God made sure that the garden was already set up with, with, with God's own sprinkling system. Irrigation system. Irrigation system. I get what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. Why is that? Let's go back to the scripture. Let's go back. I, I want you to see something. Then we will, we will, we will progress. There's not much time. Wow. Wow. 
So he that is entered into his rest, he also has ceased from his own works. So, so when man fell, man now was driven out of the garden. That is where now man began to do his own works. But why was, why was that? So that the frustration, because man was not designed to provide for himself, to tell for himself, to take care of himself, to do all those things, the frustrations Ooh. begin to abound so that man will see his need to run back to the father. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is why Jesus wouldn't, was not allowed to come until yes it's called the fullness of time where man has seen the consequences of doing his own works choosing his own ways making his own laws deciding what he will allow what you not allow it's like a man himself contending for his life for his well-being for his sanity for this for this for this you come to the end of yourself and then when the severe comes you'll find out that you want him more than anything else does that make sense yeah and as soon as you enter into the work of the savior the bible says the bible says you will now cease from your own works please notice that it doesn't say that you will stop working no you will stop doing your own does that make sense Yes. It, the difference between your own works and the works of God. Because he wants you to now enter into his works where now you engage him with only what he's doing. That is why I told you earlier that he loves us all. But what is allowed or permitted to do for each of us individually is based on what we will allow him to do. Does that make sense? Yes. Because you are either going to be about your own works or you will lift up your hands in surrender, knowing that your works are the works of death. It leads to death. That is why you don't talk just by what makes sense. You talk by his word. This is how you honor him. You live by his word. Everything that he, because you see, you see, look at, look at next verse, look at next verse. And we'll move on quickly. You'll find out that it says, let us labor, therefore, to enter into that rest. Wow. Let us labor to enter into that rest, the rest of God, the rest of God. Lest any man fall, the only reason why any man will fail from entering that rest. Look at it. Lest any man fall after the same example of what? Unbelief. Unbelief. And so if the enemy wants to prevent you from entering into the rest of God, where things work for you, you don't work for things to be, but you engage God, you engage what he's doing, what he's about, and you see that things are working for you, just like Jesus says that, what do we have here? A small boy's lunch. It's enough for us. It's enough for us. Why? Because I rest, the Spirit of God carries forth. His, he manifests His power. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? Yes. So the Bible says that. What the Bible says that, and we know 
that all things work together for them that love God. Now, how many of you have seen God before? You haven't. So how can you love him? How can you love him? How can you love him? Jesus comes, he says that the words I speak, now, do you know that God is a spirit? Yes. Yeah. So, so Jesus says that the words I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are, they are life. And so when you begin to say, I love him, essentially what you love is the words of the father, the words of the son. That's what you are loving. So they don't add up. You read a word. It says rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. What for? What is the reason why you rejoice? Why? Look at the, the things around me. How can I rejoice? Look at what is happening. Look at, look at this. Look at, look at my house. Look at my, 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 my children. Look at, look at my marriage. Look at my relationships. Look at my finances. Look at my career. What, what, is, there, what is there to rejoice? What are you doing? You have no regard. You are not honoring him by not honoring his word. Did you see it? Yes. It says rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. But there's no basis for rejoicing. Why? Because don't believe. That's all. That's all. Wow. I don't know if you, got, you guys got this drift. Yes. Go to the next one. Number two. Number two is Jesus. It says, honor Jesus, and it will give life to your relationship with him. Oh, guys, am I, are, you, are you with me at all? Yes. yes. It says, honor Jesus. So when you say, I love you, God, <coughs> what you're saying is, I love you. I love your word. I love your promises. Even when it is so contrary to what I'm experiencing. I feel the pain, but you said. By your stripes, I am healed. Yes. And I love this word. Therefore, I will honor you by honoring your word. He says, ah, ah, I found one. I found one. I found one. And then finds another one. Who is also honoring the word? I found another. What are they doing? They are loving. They are honoring. You, you, you show. They all things work together for those who love the Lord. And who are called according to his purpose, his purpose, not your purpose, not what you, 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 you look at and you say, this is what I want. No, that's your purpose. But God has a purpose. That's why he didn't allow you to perish. But he sent his son to redeem you and to place you on the solid rock. And he says, no weapon formed against this one shall, 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 shall prosper, said the Lord. For a reason. Why should he preserve you? For what? That you be about your things. Oh, please, you should know better. Anyway, number two, Jesus, 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 honoring Jesus. Let me just share something with you quickly, and let's see if we can share the rest in a bit. Colossians, look at Colossians chapter one. Colossians chapter one. Colossians chapter one, from verse sixteen. Look at something. I'm talking about honoring Jesus. And why you should honor Jesus. God wants to bring you. God, God, oh, God has brought you to the place where, where things work for you. Your environment does, you know, you know, doesn't determine the outcome of anything. No, they are made to work for you. The enemy is made 
to hear and hearken to your voice. But it happens only in rest. It happens only in rest. That's why he says, be still and know I am. Uh, be still and experience the one who is called I am. That is why the storm that Jesus, the storm, Jesus was sleeping in the storm. Why? Still. The storm cannot communicate to him to bring anxiety and fear and all those things. Oh, no, 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 no. There are people who, who were not in rest, who didn't know this God, who, who, didn't, who could not honor this God, who didn't know the ways of God, who didn't know the word of God. They were panicking, just like all the world panics. Fearful, anxiety, depression, this, 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 this. Oh, we are dead. Hey, this is the end. Let me say my last prayers. Da, 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 da. Hey, master, don't you care that we perish? That you are sleeping? Are you, how can you sleep in such a condition? Because the outside environment does not communicate to him. He knew that he was going to the other side. And nothing, nothing matter what is happening. Nothing can stop it. Why? The father said that he should go there. So he's going. <laughs> Are you guys getting it? Yes. So it doesn't matter. The opinion that are around you or the situations that are communicated to you. And by the way, every one of us. Is this communication coming to you? I don't care where you are and where you live and how much money you have and how much set you are in life. The communication never stops. Anyway, look at Colossians. It says, for by him were all things created. For by him. This is Jesus. The previous scripture will, will let you see that this is Jesus. It says, for by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible. So all of a sudden, you enter into the realm of invisible. So the things that you cannot see, the Bible says that they were created by this one called the sun. Does that make sense? Yes. Then it goes on to say that whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by by yes. him. And they were created for him. <laughs> because you were hired for the boss. Because you were hired for the intentions or whatever the CEO is looking for. When the CEO says, I am coming to your branch. What happens there? <laughs> Everybody acts like, like God is coming. True or false? Exactly. 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 So because, because the invisible world and the visible world, because the thrones, the dominions, the principalities, the powers, they were made for him. <coughs> and they were made by him. When he's coming on the scene, they arrange themselves. They don't have any option. Do you see it? Can you hear it? But, but go on. You see the column? It's going to expand on something. Go to the next verse. Look at it. It says, and he is before all things. Me, he existed before all things. And by him, all things consist or all things hold together. So, 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 so the land 
the ground upon which we are walking, it is held together intact and made to carry me, made to allow me to walk on it, made to allow your car to walk on it, to walk on it, to drive on it, made to contain your house, your house that you are living in, that you are, you are, you are trying to finish pain and all that. The earth consists, it is made to hold together by him. Are you, are you with me? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything is made to hold together by him. And then, how did you, how did you get to where we are? Oh. Chapter 17. By him, all things consist. And he is before all things. And by him, all things consist. Verse 18. And, I don't know why you jumped to that 20. I don't know. And he is the head. He is the head of what? The body. The body. What is the body? The church. Do you see it? Yes. He is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning. He is the beginning. So the church, when the church came into existence, the great news that you must know today is that the head is the one who existed before all things, the one for whom all things were made and by whom all things were made. He is your head. The pride of a wife is the head. Is the head or the husband. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so the Bible says that he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead. So when did he become the head of the body? When he became the firstborn from among the dead ones. Are you with me? Yes. So that in all things, he might have the preeminence. Meaning that so that in all things, he will have the first say. He will have the, he will be the, the all, the one and all authoritative one. So, so, so this is the, this is the deal. This is the deal. This is why you must honor him. Because, listen, devils don't respect you. But because of who, he who is your head, when you allow your head to have the first say in every matter, the devil says, don't touch that body. Don't touch that girl. Don't touch that boy. Why? He allows his head to have his place. Does that make sense to you? He is the head of the body. And so, and so for everything, listen to me. Because we're going to talk about the third thing. And you will see why this is very important. He is the head of the body. He is the body. You see, the reason why when you go somewhere, you, you, you throw your boss's name. My boss, uh, or let's say, let's say, whatever. The, 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 the mayor says, maybe you work for the mayor. The mayor says that you should present this document today. And I am sent to come and deliver the message. Bye bye. Your, your job is done. <laughs> Don't you think the people over there will, will, will pay heed? They will honor it. Is it because of you or because of the mayor? The mayor. Exactly. Exactly. Likewise. Now, the mayor sent you 
you went and spoke the word of the mayor. That's all you did. Likewise, because of he who is your head. <laughs> any time, any moment, uh, in every situation, when you choose to speak the words of your head, <laughs> that which is in the visible realm, that which is in the invisible realm, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, they are forced. Why? You are not speaking your words. You are speaking the words of the head. You are honoring the head. And by so doing, you do nothing else. But you find out that everything bows to the head. What do you do? You work in peace. Things work for you. Guys, do you see it? Yes. Do you see yes. why you must honor the Lord Jesus Christ? Yes. Do you see why you... And by the way, let me tell you something. Let's go to the third one quickly. Let's go to the third one. Let's go to the third one. By the way, this, this Jesus, this Jesus, he made a statement. I think we should read that. We should read that. We should read that. He made two statements. I think we should read those two statements. Please bear with me, okay? Are you, are you coming along with me? Yes. He made two statements. Number one, he says, in Matthew 10, verse 40, Matthew 10, verse 40, he says, he that receiveth you, receiveth me. And he that receiveth me, receiveth him that sent me. That's number one. So when he sends anybody, you see it? He that receiveth you, receiveth me. And he that receiveth me, receiveth him that sent me. So he sent you, you go, you deliver, they receive it. What have they done? They have received you, and therefore they have received the Son, and therefore they have received the Father. But go also unto. So, 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 if you honor a man who is sent by Jesus, you are who, who are you honoring? Jesus. Exactly. Now, please, I've moved from devils and demons and principalities to now human beings. Jesus sent a man, like the disciples, like a pastor, like a prophet. If you honor that man whom Jesus has sent, you are honoring Jesus. If you despise the man that Jesus has sent, you are despising Jesus who sent him. It's, it's as simple as that. Now, 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 look at Matthew 25, verse 40. There's another scripture. I need you to see this. It's so important. Matthew 25, verse 40, please. Matthew 25, verse 40. Matthew 25, verse 40. Matthew 25, verse 40. Quickly, please. It says, and the king. Matthew 25, verse 40. 25, verse 40. 25. And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as you have done it unto one of the least of these, my brethren, you have done it unto who? Me. Who is the king? Jesus. Who are the least of these, his brethren? Christians. So when you, whatever you do to a Christian, to the one that Jesus died for, paid for, purchased with his blood, Jesus saying that you've done it unto me. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, you know, you know, you know, 
I don't think I can say it. I can't say it. I mean, I, I don't think it's better to say it. So I'll not say it. But I had to do something for somebody at work. And I did it. And, and because when she, she said something, when she said it, so, okay, 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 okay. But my heart began to, you know, disturb me. <laughs> and, and I felt, I felt that, look, take care of this quickly. Take care of this quickly. As in, pay for, pay for, pay for what she's asking for. Quickly. I said, I said Father, this, I'm doing it for you. <laughs> Why? Why? It's not for her. No, 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 no. no. Why has it done for me that I should do anything for her? Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how it is. That's how it is. What are you doing? You are honoring the one who says she's mine. Even though she doesn't know that she's mine. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I tell you. And please, you must learn this thing so your heart, when it pricks you, do something about it. Otherwise, you will get to a place where you stop getting that pricking. Mm-hmm. I mean that your heart, I mean, your conscience becomes seared. I mean, now God talks, he can, he can scream. Uh, you don't mind him. Are you with me? Yes. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Number three, number three, number three. My time is almost up. Anna, the Holy Spirit. Anna, the Holy Spirit. So first is Father. Second is the Lord Jesus Christ. Third is honoring the Holy Spirit. And it will give life to your relationship with him. Hebrews Amen. 10, Hebrews 10, verse 29. Give this to me in the Amplified Version. Hebrews 10, verse 29. Please, bear with me as we... And how many of you are enjoying God's word? Yes. Yeah. Hebrews 10, verse 29. But, but you must understand something. Oh, I pray I have a bit of time. Hebrews 10, verse 29. Oh, please. Hebrews 10, verse 29. It says, How much worse... A sterner and heavier punishment do you suppose he will be judged to deserve who has spurned and thus trampled underfoot the Son of God and who has considered the covenant blood by which he was consecrated common and unhallowed thus profaning it and insulting and outraging the Holy Spirit who imparts grace. You know, can you give it to me in the in the in the little amplified? I mean, not the classic, uh, the, the the one that is. I mean, this is too many words that uh, most people will give it to me in the in the amplified version that is not classic. I say, huh? Look at it. How much greater punishment do you think he will deserve who has rejected and trampled underfoot the Son of God and has considered unclean and common the blood of the covenant that sanctified him? By the way, it is this blood that has sanctified you and sanctified me and sanctified us so that we are now presented to the Father as holy and unblameable. But woe unto the one who treats it as, uh, as common. Oh, it not be anything. It not be anything. Hey! So much so that you are going to sleep with a boy, you don't think about it. You are going to sleep with a girl, you are not married to her, you don't think about it. You are treating the blood as common. 
the blood that sanctifies you and presents you holy. The blood that says that this is my daughter, this is my son, I own him. Dare you touch him and you shall see. I have called forth the angels to mount up garrison over him, over her. That's the blood that's speaking for you, for the blood speaking. And you treat it as a common thing. And as considered unclean and common, the blood of the covenant that sanctified him and has insulted, this is the thing that I want you to see, has insulted the spirit of grace, the one who says, you don't deserve this, but I am here to bring it to you because of the obedience and the faithfulness of the son. For what he did, he did for you. You are the beneficiary of every one of his works. He's called a spirit of grace. The one who comes to enforce it. The one who comes to manifest it. When I was involved in the accident, he the one, he's the one who comes and says, Hey, let the angelicals do their work. Keep this ball. Keep that little ball. That's all. That's all. He's called the spirit of grace. He imparts and merits. It's not because of my tight pain. Please stop that. Stop that. Stop that. He impassed the, the, the unmerited favor and the blessing of God. It's called the spirit of grace. See, don't trample. Don't trample over. Don't insult. Don't despise him. He's present with you. Honor him. Honor him. He has been sent to deliver you. He has been sent to show to you the, the son. When he comes, he says, Jesus said, when he comes, he will testify of me. He will talk to you about me. He will not talk to you about you. Why? Everything about you is dead. I am the life. I am the truth. So he will talk to you about me. Honor him. He's present. Don't ignore him. Don't silence him. Don't quench the spirit. Don't quench the spirit. Some years ago, this scripture was so important to every Christian, every born again Christian. Don't quench the spirit. Oh, that, that scripture is what? Don't what? Oh, anyway, yeah, don't quench the spirit. Don't quench him. Don't quench him. Don't dishonor his presence. His presence. Don't ignore his presence. Anna, Anna. And let me tell you how you honor him. The Bible says that, the Bible says that, the Bible says that your, the spirit, it lasts against the flesh. Whose flesh? Your flesh. So you find out that your flesh is doing everything to disrespect the spirit. And your spirit is waging war with your flesh. You are the one who decides who wins. For the flesh lasted against the spirit uh, and the spirit against the flesh. The Holy Spirit who has come to impart to you the grace that God has purchased for you. He is at war with your flesh because your flesh does not have any respect for him. But you who are a spirit, you must decide and say, shut up. You feel this, you feel this, you feel this. You say, shut up and let the spirit of God have his way. I am tired of you, my body. You see this, you see this. It communicates to you, shut up. For I has not seen. This ear, they, they can't hear the things. But if you keep hacking into your, your ears and your, your eyes and, and then you use your mouth to talk things. You make nonsense. You frustrate. You do despite. The King James says, who has done despite? Disrespecting the spirit. This is how you honor the spirit. 
You look at the promise and say, this is what the Spirit of God is saying. This is the evidence. The evidence is that it's not good. The evidence is that my bank account is terrible. The evidence is that I'm about to be finished. The evidence is that I don't know how I'm going to pay this month's rent. The evidence, I don't know how this thing can work out. It's hopeless matter. But the promise, the word of the spirit says this. Well, I'm going to close. Shut up. I'm going to shut up all this communication that is in my face. Now I'm going to hearken to the word of the spirit of God. The promise. Hallelujah. Amen. Every one of us must learn this. Listen to me. We are come to a time where if you don't learn this, there's nobody, there's no prophet, there's no man of God somewhere who will come and change things about you. Share. Because we are all been, we've all been left here to learn to submit to the spirit and to embrace the ways of the father as the spirit reveals them to us. That's why we don't even know how to pray. But the spirit helps our infirmities. Yes. We have infirmities. He has not left us because of our infirmities. Oh, no, 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 no. Sometimes this is the issue, but you're praying about that. I'm sorry, this is the issue and it has taken all, it has consumed you. You can't even say any prayer besides this issue that's before you. You can't even think of any other prayer except this issue. And the Holy Spirit says, please, that's not the issue. That is not, so I'm going to help you with your prayer. I'm gonna, uh, the prayer is about your, your, your relationship. It has to be fixed before the finances takes off. <laughs> because the issue before is finances. And he says, you have missed it, but don't worry, I'll, I'll help your infirmity. How many of you like, how many of you like him? How many of you would choose to honor him? Ah, that's that's all. And so instead of instead of instead of asking him to help you, why don't you now begin to acknowledge his presence? Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your prayer to deliver. Thank you for your prayer to show me the way. Thank you for the presence to direct my path. Thank you for your presence to. This prayer is the prayer that the demon the demon went to tell the devil. That this prayer, nobody has prayed it before. And Abraham is praying that prayer. And they were shocked because that prayer, the demons can't work with it. Any, every other prayer that we pray, the demons, they play soccer with it. <laughs> Can you imagine? You are praying, you are praying, and the demons are playing soccer with your prayers. The demons, so okay. it can't even go beyond the, 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 the second heaven. That's why you must read the book. You must know that, that this enemy, this is what pains him. And then do exactly what pains him. Because he, he really wants to destroy you. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. Ah. Anyway. Now, Galatians 6.6. 6. You know, I didn't really share some things that I really want to share because of lack of time. But I pray that you are receiving what is coming to you. How many of you are being blessed by the gospel today? Yeah. 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 David was one such person. Please, Galatians 6.6. 6. Galatians 6.6. 6. Give it to me. David was one such person who had great regard for the workings of the Spirit. So much so that even when Saul was now being affected and influenced by devils, he says, I will never lift up my hand to touch this, this man. Why? Because he's God's anointed. Are you with me? Yeah, 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 yeah. How can God's anointed be pursuing another of God's anointed? So you can even say that, oh, the spirit has left him. That is why demons are now moving through him. That is why 
he's giving the way, he's consulting witches. Did Saul consult witches? Yes. Yes. What will make an anointed person consult witches? The spirit is no longer with him. True or false? True. But David, David, let me, let, let, let me just tell you something. He says, he says, because, because seven times David refused to attack someone who was anointed. Saying, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. Another one, don't, don't worry, leave that scripture there. You're going to read it, but I'm going to just read this to you quickly. And he said unto, unto, unto his men, the Lord forbid that I should do this thing unto my master, the Lord's anointed, to stretch forth my hand against him, seeing he is the anointed of the Lord. Another one, it says, behold, this day thy eye, thine eyes have seen how that the Lord had delivered thee today into my hand in the cave. And some bade me kill you. My, some of my people bade me to kill you. But my eye spare thee. And I said, I will not put forth my hand against my Lord. For he is the Lord's anointed. Wow. And David said to Abishai, destroy him not. For who can stretch forth his hand against the Lord's anointed and be guiltless? Wow. What do you think? What do you think, guys? Powerful. Yeah. 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 It says. The Lord forbid that I should stretch forth my hand against the Lord's anointed. But I pray thee, take thou now the spear that is at his bolster and the cruise of water and let us go. I, I tell you, the guy, the guy, the guy understood something that we all must understand. Amen. Amen. Yeah. It says, the Lord render, the Lord render, to every man his righteousness and his faithfulness. For the Lord delivered thee into my hand today, but I will not stretch forth my hand against the Lord's anointed. Wow. Anyway, this is, this is David, the one upon whose throne Jesus was coming to dwell. Are you with me? Yeah, yeah. He was very careful. Now, hey, if God is the one who has sent this person, please don't don't even lift up your tongue against what he's not doing, what he's doing, and all that. Just, just you. Oh, it, it, like your father and mother. It says, Anna, your father and your mother, and shall go with you. He doesn't qualify it. Doesn't qualify it. Anna, your father and your mother, shall be well with you. Doesn't qualify it whether your father took care of you, whether your father took you to school, whether your father paid your school fees and bought you clothes. And it, it, that's not the issue. Anna, is he your father? Anna, that's all. Hey, are you with me? Yeah, but look at this scripture. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teaches, that, te that teaches in all good things. And so, and so if it's a good thing, and if this, this man is communicating, um, uh, is teaching you in the word, is teaching you the word. He's bringing you the word of truth. 
a word of life. The thing that brings sanity, the thing that calms your heart, the word that causes the spirit to move on your behalf. It says, if this is what you are receiving from such a one, then, then you also must communicate unto this one all good things. And all good things means all good things. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> yeah. So today, today, look at, look at this verse. Look at the next verse, verse 7. This is where we get that scripture. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth. <laughs> you see where it's coming from? Yeah. Also, it's coming directly after failure to communicate unto the one who is teaching you. Wow. What do you think? Power. Yeah. Says, don't, don't be deceived. Don't pay. Don't pay him with wickedness. Don't pay him with evil. Don't do that. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also he reap. Likewise, when a wife honors the, the, um, the husband, it's the same thing. You are giving, you are giving honor to him, to him whom honor is due. The same thing. It establishes the relationship. It makes you stronger. And then the blessing that, that is meant for the household begins to flourish. Why? Because the wife is honoring the husband. Because the people are honoring their pastor or the prophet. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. How many of you are blessed by God's word today? Please give me, give me our people. Chris, give me, my, yeah, very good. How many of you are blessed by gospel today? Wonderful. We thank God. We thank God. We thank God. Well, we have come to the end of the word of God today. And um, um, let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Lift up your hands and let's pray. Say with me, Father. Father. I honor you. I choose to honor you. I choose to honor your word of promise. Every promise of yours. I will embrace it with my heart. Even when it doesn't make sense. Even when it looks so impossible. I will receive it. And I will embrace it. My Lord and Master. I will honor you as my head. And in all things, it's going to be only what you think. It's going to be only what you say. It's going to be only what you are saying. It's going to be only what you are wanting to bring forth. That I will honor. That I, will, I will make room for it. I will make room for it. And then cause all things to work together for my good. And then cause all things to work together for my good. Precious Holy Spirit. Precious Holy Spirit. I will, I will honor you. I will honor you. I will forever acknowledge your presence. Acknowledge your presence. For the for I have the assurance. I have the assurance. That you will never leave me nor forsake me. That you will not leave me, not forsake me. That when I am in the dungeon, when 
Even there, you will be with me. Therefore, in every situation, in every circumstance, for the good or bad, I will acknowledge your presence. And embrace your help. And embrace your and embrace your counsel. And embrace your counsel. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your faithfulness. And thank you for your love for me. Thank you for your love for me. And now, Father, I will also honor my prophet. I will also honor my prophet. I will honor my bishop. I will honor my bishop. I will honor my pastor. I will honor my pastor. I'll be careful to think properly. I'll be careful to think properly. And I'll be careful to sow the right seeds. I'll be careful to sow the right seeds. That I will reap the good thereof. That I will reap the good thereof. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. 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 Let's put our hands together for the Lord. <laughs> um. Yeah, so let's take our, our second offering.